and welcome to the Glow Journal podcast, a conversation with the beautiful minds behind the world's biggest beauty brands. I'm your host, beauty writer Gemma Watts, and in this episode, I'm joined by the founders of Luna Bronze, Rhiannon Hall and Maddie Balderson. Interest in beauty or otherwise, I am of the belief that this is one of the most important conversations we have had on this podcast. Best friends Ree and Maddie grew up on Victoria's Mornington Peninsula as avid tanners and sun worshippers. In 2014, Maddie started experiencing sporadic bleeding and changes in her skin and over a year later was diagnosed with a form of skin cancer. After an invasive surgery to remove the cancer, which was dangerously close to her lymph nodes, Maddie and Ree vowed to change their tanning habits for good. 2016 saw the launch of Luna Bronze, a now globally stocked tanning brand that ticked the boxes Maddie and Ree had unsuccessfully searched for in their hunt for the perfect false tan. A seemingly natural colour, a natural organic cruelty-free formula made in Australia with no false tan odour and housed within beautiful, sustainable packaging. After three years of emailing back and forth but never meeting, I caught up with Ree and Maddie for a drink in Melbourne to discuss the dangers of brands and influencers online who glamorise sun tanning, where the responsibility of protecting Australians from cancers and sun damage lies and what we, as consumers, brands and the media, can do to help, and the importance of sustainability in an industry that celebrates a culture of more, more, more. Okay, so to start, what were your first memories of beauty? We can go back as far as you want. Oh, gosh, mine would have to be a fake tan fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, How fitting. Yeah, I would think it would be... Um, oh. Yeah, no. Doesn't it make you shut up thinking about the, all those awful fake tans yeah. that we've used? Um, it'd have to be... I worked in a surf shop when I was 15. And, yes, you, know, you grew the, up on the peninsula, peninsula so that yeah. makes sense. And all the yeah. girls in the, in the shop all had their fake tan on and they said, go and use this brand, you know, for summer and you come in because yeah. I was always like oh you guys are so brown and all those sorts of things would have been Johnson's holiday skin yeah. surely <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something, what, something like that and um I went home and I did it and I remember I actually applied it with plastic gloves like oh hospital gloves oh. and I remember I'm not a very up with the, be- the beauty world which is just not me I'm not a big makeup or anything and I applied it and the next day I woke up and I looked like a tie-dyed dim sim. Oh, God. <laughs> I looked like I'd rolled in soy sauce nice and then visual. someone's like wrapped, <laughs> like wrapping around me and I looked tie-dyed and soy sauce and I just thought, never again, <laughs> no way. And now I'm so impressed though that you had the foresight to wear gloves because I spent my all my teen years with, with just... orange palms. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, that is the giveaway. So, yeah, that would be my... I think mine was fake yeah, tan as well. Yeah. I, I remember we went to a nightclub and I had put fake tan on and they had like vinyl couches in this nightclub. Oh, no. And mm-hmm. I must have been sitting on it for a period of time and had you know wearing a little dress. And I Classic. got up, walked out of the nightclub at whatever time in the morning and the backs of my legs were just pu- – I'd sweated all the tan off. So oh I just had – big circles at the back of my kneecaps yeah. it was yeah horrendous and I remember also the um 
black eyeliner, you know, the Avril Lavigne oh. stage oh, yes. in high school. I used to come to school like, stage. and Mads used to say to me at school, she'd be like, stop. And you still say to me now, don't wear eyeliner. You, your eyes look so much better without eyeliner. And that, they were my first beauty dabbles, fake tan and, and black eyeliner. Yeah. I love that you guys have known each other for that long, that you were there for your um, each oh, other's beauty oh, fail. We could destroy each other. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some photos of Mads, yeah. Jeff? I've got, I've got plenty. We'll pop that in yeah, the uh, My red hair phase. Oh, yeah. red hair. I cannot oh. picture it. Oh. And we will never hair. see it again. Oh, what about my black hair? Oh, yeah. At Thailand when your future yeah. fiance was... Oh, gosh. Anyway. <laughs> Thank God iPhones and cameras and social media wasn't We're not there. around. Yes. I swear. Oh, I often oh, saved by count my lucky there. stars about that. <laughs> yes. So prior to launching Luna Bronze, you were both working in non-beauty related roles, which we will get to. But when you were younger, did either of you ever envisage yourselves working in beauty? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd have to say... No, I know that I wanted to do something great with my life and I knew that there yeah. was something more out there for me. But the beauty world, I think because Maddie and I are such, again, like from the peninsula, we're such fuss-free, mm. beauty routine kind of girls. Mm. We've never been, you know, dedicated to the latest mascara or the, you yeah. know, we're always about lazy beauty. Like, yeah. what's the least amount of work we can do to look <laughs> the best we can look? And, you know, we're just um, at Mecca just then having a meeting and I just said to Mads, I want them to coach me how to do my makeup, you know, <laughs> like that's, that's what I need. But so, yeah, so beauty was never a big thing for me. I was tomboy growing up mm-hmm. and, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And I was just working in finance and thinking to myself, how on earth did I end up here? <laughs> I didn't go to uni. I didn't, I just sort of fell out of high school after year 12 and then into finance and accounting jobs and I just didn't know what had happened. <laughs> Still don't. Yeah. Day, <laughs> what am I doing here? Yes. So you were working in finance and accounting where you were an executive assistant in design and architecture, if my research yeah. is correct. Were there any skills that either of you picked up in those roles that you are finding that you're applying to what you're doing now? Oh, definitely. I think mm-hmm. just having a general concept of numbers and equations yes. and sums and yeah. paying invoices and accounting I, I do our own books as well oh so, my god yeah, so yeah. it's sorry i mean that's a bit of a i might need to outsource <laughs> to you oh, I'm, I'm thinking about sh- setting up a shop um, but no that, that's been a big cost save for the business and being, able, be. being able to prepare that every quarter and it's not that glamorous but and yeah that strength of maddie's is yeah it's invaluable mm-hmm. to our business and you know, she's our legal legal as well. You know, Madeline. Oh. Madeline. Un- un- Ooh, Madeline. Very formal. <laughs> Mads hasn't worked. Um, Mads worked for, you know, big companies, you know, in treasury and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, she's, her knowledge is just contracts. and Yeah, it's just, you know, her strengths in the businesses are my weaknesses and vice versa. Yeah. And oh, what how she's good is that? Fabulous <laughs> that. I'm not so... You know, we, something will come up and I'll flick it to Mads and I know that she can do it and she'll just flick something to me and, and I'll do it. And I think even though our backgrounds are both in administration, we actually found things organically through Lunar Bronze that we're good at that we didn't even realise mm. that we were good at. That's and, true. you know, there's things that have come up for me and I've just gone, whoa, I didn't <laughs> know I could do that. Like, that's awesome. And I just think that background, though, in design and architecture and working, I've worked with the same boss for, mm-hmm. for many, many years. 
that he grew me, I guess, because I started with him when I was younger. I was 22. Yeah. He grew me into the, the businesswoman I am today. And there's things I saw being so close with to him and being up the top of the business. Things I saw in that business, you know, do's and don'ts. Yeah. And you, you don't realise at the time that you're learning, but then it's things that you reflect on, that things that will happen mm. to us and you reflect on it and you think, oh, that's, the, you know, that's a course you could go down or that's mm-hmm. the way it went or, or things like that. So... You don't realise it, but subconsciously you remember all those things. Yeah. So it's all very helpful. Mm. And, you know, I guess it's not... Yeah, we just didn't picture ourselves sitting here right now talking to you. No. Prosecco. <laughs> I was about to say, I should explain for anyone that's hearing any clinking. We're just having yeah. Prosecco. It's our first Prosecco podcast. I think maybe this is the future of the podcast. Yeah, Love it. Yeah. I'm very happy with oh, that. Yes. <laughs> I want to spend... a like quite a bit of time on the catalyst that led you to launching Luna Bronze, but speaking more generally prior to this, had you ever toyed with the idea of being your own bosses, starting a business, working together? Had any of those things crossed your mind? I don't, I think I definitely was, I, I, mean, I said I didn't know what on earth and how on earth I ended up working in an office yeah. in finance. I just, I don't know how it happened. So I definitely knew that I and I, ha, I have a creative side that I really was not able to use yeah, at mean, all finance and accounting is not oh. the most creative no of jobs. not legally no, I was about <laughs> to say I'm like, <laughs> you're doing it properly <laughs> yeah so I just knew that I was going to wait I was thinking I'm going to head to I'm going to wake up at 30 or 40 or 50 and if I'm still doing finance I'm going to be like what on earth yeah. happened to my life so so I definitely knew that I did want to do something for myself, but I just hadn't hadn't run into what it is that mm. I was going to do. So, and yeah, and you'd think that my background being around creatives and yeah. things the whole time that I would be the creative person behind it, but it's the one that was in finance that Maddie just comes mm. up with these creative ideas, and I just think, wow, you're mm. an accountant, <laughs> like, <laughs> aren't you meant to be boring? Running around with my calculator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess, yeah, you, you, the things that Maddie comes out with just really surprise me and I think, whoa. So I definitely mm. think that it's Maddie's calling. Accounting <laughs> is not for you. It's just something I'm <laughs> that uh, something that I, that I can do and yeah. but I don't yeah. love it. But Yeah. So I think that um, it never crossed out. Like I never knew that I'd own my own business. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. I didn't think as a little girl growing up, oh, I'm going to own a, a tanning company and yeah. you know <laughs> it's going to be stocked at all these places and globally and all those sorts of things. That that never <laughs> happened. And I mean, if it wasn't for what had happened to Maddie that you know paved our way to where we are now, mm. I think we would still be doing what we were doing. To be honest, definitely, yeah. So yeah. I think it's what had happened. What happened to Maddie? It was you know that was the driving force behind yeah. it. And you know we knew that we wanted to change the tanning game. And we knew that we wanted to make a difference and mm. we knew that we had the smarts behind us to mm-hmm. do it and we saw that gap and we just went, we're doing it. So let's talk about what happened to Maddie. You were both <laughs> avid tanners, sun worshippers. Beachy. Talk me through it. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think it was 2014. Or probably It was probably before that, but... I had um, an up, just my right eyebrow would just random. I'd wake up in the morning, there'd be blood on my pillow, and it would just mm-hmm. randomly bleed at different times. And same, I also had a patch, a larger patch on my jaw, and again, it would just mm-hmm. it was just it was not 
of like a mole. It was just a patch of skin. It just looked a bit like an odd piece of skin. Yeah. And it would just randomly bleed and, and erupt. And then, so but I, I didn't think anything of it for probably o- well over a year. It wasn't until I went, I went to a, that was my last holiday, um, 2014, and it was just bleeding, con- they were both just bleeding constantly. And I was what like, a okay. lovely holiday. Oh, I was just have. like, what is going on here? So I, I went back and I still didn't do anything about it, but I, mm-hmm. um, we, m- me and my now husband, we got engaged before we went away. So yeah. I was like getting my beauty, my, my skin regime, going to a uh, mm-hmm. beautician every month, getting facials. And she actually saw it and she said, Maddie, if, if you absolutely must promise me that on Monday you go in and see a dermatologist because she said to me, I think that's a basal cell carcinoma. Yeah. And sure enough, it was. So they both were. So the um, mm-hmm. eyebrow was a superficial one and the jaw um, was uh, invasive basal right. cell carcinoma. So they had to actually surgically remove quite a lot of tissue from my jaw mm-hmm. to get it out. Um, so then there was like a period of was I going to need radiation? Had they got it all? It was quite close to my lymph nodes. Mm. So it was quite a scary time and it definitely made me wake up and just go, right, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. I'm not having my face hacked into. I've seen mm, yeah. people who have had their like nostrils, their lips, like, mm. you know, it's horrible. So, and I remember that time and Maddie is like, obviously we've been best friends for, you know, 21 years or something and Maddie is just always positive always happy just gets on with the job doesn't dwell doesn't mm. you know i'm getting things, that just from yeah. her description of that she's yeah. like this happened yeah so <laughs> she's she's not one to you know sit in the corner of woe is me she's very you know get on with the job mm-hmm. but that really did affect maddie and you know having her face cut would. open you know she's getting married she's now got a you know a, a quite a substantial scar there there's things that you know that have happened that yeah i didn't i've never seen that vulnerable side of maddie where she's like this is not okay you know yeah this it has to stop you know we're noticing people going out and glorifying sun tanning you know can we make a difference Mm -hmm. can can we you know do something here so Mm. that's kind of where where we got to yeah so i was just um I was not going to sun to bake anymore. So I yes, was trying all these different tanning products out there and just was so underwhelmed. Yeah. And my lead up to my wedding. Hu- yeah. And Matt was just like, get out of my bed. You smell like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> uh, and so I was yeah, like, well, there's got to be something better out there. And we, I tried probably half a dozen to a dozen tanning products and mm-hmm. just was not happy. And I was like, they are all obviously synthetic. Um, yes. They've all got this smell about them mm-hmm. and I'm not really happy with the colour because I don't want to look like I'm fake tanning every day. Yeah. I want to look like I'm just naturally, subtly yes. tanned. Mediterranean you know? yeah. complexion. So that's that's um, what drove us to get mm. into it. How long was the process between your diagnosis, you guys obviously coming up with this idea and then launching it was um, probably not as you. Know, it's probably not as long as what you'd imagine, but I think um, the, I know, still remember the day and the house I was living in in Elwood when Maddie messaged me and she said, "Let's do this." Like I think, and I think I just applied a sunless tanner that night, and I was stinking. And yeah. she messaged me and she said, 
I just want, and I remember, yeah. and he had all these like emoji ticks. I just want a natural and organic sunless tanning, <laughs> gradual tanning moisturizer. And I can put on my shelf and this ghastly packaging. I just want something mm-hmm. that's, you know, elegant and slick and something that fits into my beauty routine. And she said, let's do it. And I wrote back and I said, you're a genius. <laughs> had you had a conversation prior to getting no. that text message? No. It was just oh, a surprise. No. I think we were bouncing. <laughs> business plan. Yeah. I think we were bouncing ideas like a, a, like just, you know, half, you know, probably over a glass of Prosecco. Yes, where the best conversations yeah. Yeah. happen. And I think we were so saying, myself. oh, wouldn't it be great to have our own business? But we didn't know what it was. And then one day mm-hmm. it just clicked. And, and I think I probably was being pretty half-assed about it all. Mm-hmm. So Ray really was the one that, I drove actually it. made us do it. She was yeah. like, no, 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 this is, we really have to try and do this. So I, I think I could have just had the idea and it might have just, I might not have followed it through. But right. Because I'm quite, I, I, probably, <laughs> I, yeah, I get quite uh, realistic about things and I probably would have been like, no, no, I can't be bothered. And but yeah, it just, yeah. and you know, that gap in the market was so there. Like mm. they're mm. really, at, th- at that stage when we launched, there was no natural and organic no vegan cruelty free yeah ticked all our boxes and you know the design brain in maddie was like and the packaging had to be beautiful and and it kind of everything well that makes sense because now everything is instagram so if the packaging isn't instagram friendly then you've you know shot yourself in the foot before you started and it's just like it all we're seeing that those brands now from back then that they're all starting to repackage (laughs) but um it just happened so naturally and and the as i said like our journey was yeah paved with a purpose and i think mm-hmm. that's why you know and it was literally just driving along in the car down to the peninsula one day and we're like what's the name and we're like well it's tanning minus the sun what's the minus of the mm-hmm. what's the opposite of the sun luna the moon that's the name and it's then funny i've used your products like since you launched and it wasn't until i was you know putting together the questions for this that i read that and was like obviously <laughs> so you know and like it's like and so the many people moon, say that to we, us. it makes so yeah. much sense yeah. and the moon like tells the story on our packaging like mm. you know a quarter yes. shaded moon is the quarter moon a half is half strength so there's all these things and yeah. all that marketing it just all like rolled and rolled and then it rolled so much we'll like Next oh, minute we knew this. that. <laughs> next minute we knew we had one product that fell into the hands of someone at Mecca to them contacting us to uh, 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 and yeah. it just kind of went and I'm still back in this car conversation and we're over here and I'm just like, whoa, like just mind blown, like yeah. how quickly it just went. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So naturally this whole, you know, the whole thing, it changes your approach to tanning, of course, you, mm. you know, this doesn't happen to a person and then they're out in the sun the next day. Although actually now that I've said that out loud, there probably are people that are still. Mm, it's like people just, who, yeah, like yeah. smoke and things like that just... But that didn't happen for you guys. So it changed your approach to tanning, but did it change, you know, the way you look at beauty as a whole? Did it change your approach there? Uh, not particularly because I think I, I've always been quite on, you know, conscious about the ingredients mm-hmm. in, in the products that I've used. Um, I pay a lot more attention now than I, what I used yeah. to, but I've always have been quite conscious of it. So uh, I think it changed for me. I think... For me, what changed was you introduced me to sustainability and what, how important it is for what us. What goes into your products. What goes into yeah. our products, our footprint. Like, what's our responsibility as Luna Bronze? Mm-hmm. Like Maddie, you know, and that, and that sort of filtered into all my beauty 
regime mm, and yeah, everything yeah. I'm doing. And now I'm looking at, you know, is this shampoo bottle recyclable? Is this... Where was it made? What, yeah. Where was it made? Mm-hmm. And so I, Maddie really opened my eyes up to where I was someone that would be happy to go into a chemist and just pick something off the shelf Whatever's and go, there, that yeah. will work. Mm. But now I'm so conscious in my decision and... So we'll pay a bit more now. Yeah, I think, so I think... Products mm-hmm. that are... And then, like, just the sustainability side filtered into my everyday life. Like, yeah. now I'm using keep straws and I... Yeah. Like, yes. I read recycling articles and how can <laughs> I do this better? And no, I'm Good. so grateful yeah. that Maddie introduced me to all of that That's because... my mum coming through yeah, in me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is your mum. Because growing up, at Maddie's house, her mum was always such a recycling nut, and I was always like, "Wow, like your mum's a nut." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your mum's a nut. But now that's but really now cool. it's oh, oh yeah, so hip and trendy. Yeah. So you know, at Luna Bronze now, everything we do, we won't create anything new or do anything now unless it's it ticks the boxes of our sustainability mm-hmm. project that we're moving into. So mm-hmm. I think that that's how, what changed my mind on beauty. Like I don't. I'm not going to buy anything now that that's mm-hmm. not you know recyclable or mm-hmm. user friendly um, and not natural and organic. So I think that's where my view changed, mm-hmm. and you introduced me to that. So my partner thinks I'm crazy. Like we went to buy a calendar the other day, and the guy went to put it in a bag, and he said, "Do you want a bag?" And Dylan said, "Yes," and he went to put it in a plastic bag. I said, "No, thanks," and just <laughs> like it was one of those old school plastic yeah, bags. Nah. And so I was just carrying around the calendar in the shop. <laughs> He's like, you're a nut. I was like, yeah, well, you have to. Yeah, you just you do. Yeah. So, what does beauty mean to each of you now, and has that changed over time? Um, it's a big one. That is a big one. <laughs> I'll let you lead. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll just take a sip. And yeah, something. Yeah, so <laughs> but I'm all out. Um, I think for me, it's I'm trying to just cut down on the amount of products that I'm buying. Yeah. Um, so I think as I'm getting older, I'm probably getting, you know, I would say worse, but I'm probably actually it's, I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. I'm cutting down and I'm going, I only need one mascara. I only need yeah. one foundation. I only need one night cream. So it's more about just I'm more conscious about packaging because coming from now working with Luna Bronze. Yes. If you've you know you learn so much about the supply chain that goes into your product, mm. so I'm just I'm a lot more conscious about the footprint. So I'm just doing a less is more kind of approach. Yeah, more refined. Mm. I think beauty to me, after starting Luna Bronze, beauty was never a big part of my life. It mm-hmm. it really wasn't. But now to me, it, it's a lifestyle. So yeah, when creating Luna Bronze, getting back to Maddie and I with our first product glow which is our most successful product to date still like Mm. it just sells incredibly Mm. well because it's amazing (laughs) um and the whole you know when we were creating the product we just said it has to be easy to use it has to be i just want to put something on and go out the door yeah and and so beauty to me was now when i make beauty choices it's about my lifestyle. Like everything mm-hmm. moves so quickly these days. I want something that's quick. I want something that's easy, and I want something I don't have to think about. And you're not following like a and fad. Not, yeah, or the yeah, latest yeah. thing. The latest yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So you know, in the world we live with today, we're so influenced by everything. You know, on our phones, on the TV, mm-hmm. everything. But I'm not buying into that anymore. I'm. It's what's good for me. What what fits me. What mm-hmm. what can 
what am I going to, what's going to get me out this door quick enough today? But yeah. to be honest, I don't wear a lot of makeup. I'm a very lazy beauty yeah. person. You put, this is the oh, you're both naturally very oh, beautiful. Gosh, so the most um, amount of makeup that Ray would Wear. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is this is the top of the tree for me. Um, so you're welcome. <laughs> but no one can see us. Um, so yeah, I just I just like easy beauty. Like mm-hmm. people that go through these, you know, ten steps of this to that. I just think, oh my gosh, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I, you know, and it's good for some people, but for me, I just I do enjoy that from time to time. Yeah. At my and night nighttime regime, sometimes I'll really ramp it up go go at it with the steps yeah, <laughs> hard in the evening yeah but in the morning i'm like how the door mm, this isn't happening yeah but i am um, beauty is everything like you asking what beauty is to us now although i am a lazy beauty girl beauty is everything to me now like i'm reading about it i'm mm. exposed to it i'm looking in stores i'm researching yeah. everything to do with beauty because i'm but so you're living it now i'm, I'm living yeah. it and i'm so interested and Maddie and I are always sending each other articles from different news yeah. publications about, you know, everything to do with beauty, yeah. not just in the tanning category, everything. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's things that we can learn from other companies, there's things that we can do that they do that we don't want to do, and there's yeah. things that we can do for other companies that they might want to lead following us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's getting back to our sustainability program. We're going to start setting up in the next few months. And, oh, you know, I we want to hear about this. We want to lead from mm. the front and we want to, you know, be completely on the front foot and be like you know this is what we're doing from go to woe and and this is where we're at with you know our Mm -hmm. packaging and and things like that and we've got a package for you somewhere and you'll see like it comes in comes in a (laughs) comes in you know like all of our packages that we send out they all go in a um compostable back bag now so people can plant more people were doing that because obviously being a full-time spoiled brat like I, you know, you oh, get so get much packaging, yeah. and packaging I, it comes in. I, I'm very, very grateful, but it's a sort of, you know, and I know, and I know it looks a bit guilty sometimes. Yeah, it's very very much much so. yeah, and it looks beautiful when you unwrap and things, but goes straight. You in know, the bin. it goes straight in the bin. So yeah. you know, all of our, um, like when customers order from our website, it comes in a compostable bag. It comes in a recycled box, and you know, on our website it says you're never gonna like as much as it's beautiful having your po- packages boxed. Mm. We're not going to do that because those boxes do go into the bin. They do go into yeah. the environment. And even though they're recyclable, not a lot of people are educated on recycling. No. So, you know, that's where we're at. Like, we mm. want to make sure everything's refined and, you know, in its in its spot. So yeah. it, it's definitely the green beauty movement is definitely moving. And I think that to follow mm. that will be sustainable beauty. And that's starting to – there's a lot of chatter about it now and, and, mm. and where it's going. So Long overdue, but – Better yeah. late than never, as they say. <laughs> so I'm rewinding a little bit. Talk to me a bit about the launch process because it's one thing to have this amazing idea and, you know, you send your text message with your little tick emojis, <laughs> but there's so much to, you know, that goes into it. Financing it, packaging, formulating. There's, you yeah. know, how, how does one go about so know, getting all your ducks in a row? The first step of it all was creating the brief, which mm-hmm. we did ourselves we mm-hmm. knew what we were wanting we had a set of non-negotiables yes. um, and then we had a few variables where we wanted to create something that we, we wanted to see a few different versions of the same kind of product mm-hmm. um, so the big one was coming up with a fragrance profile yes. so that was that was actually really fun 
So, but then, you know, we then obviously had to find a manufacturer. We were not going to yep. be cooking it at home. Um, <laughs> would not. Can't cook a man. No, piece of toast, let alone. <laughs> so, um, finding a manufacturer that would take us on was, you know, hard. Mm-hmm. And then we did eventually found, find one and they're just based in Melbourne. So, it was perfect. Oh, that's um, amazing. Yeah, we, and we were adamant that was a non-negotiable. It had to be made in Australia. So, there was that right. was one of the non-negotiables. So when we eventually found um, our lab, that we went through a sampling process after giving them the brief, mm-hmm. and that was you fun. know that was really good fun. Um, yeah. And surprisingly, you'd think that you know some of the samples would be horrific. Yeah. None of them were horrific. I was about to say <laughs> that's like it's nice to hear that that was fun because having done this, I've heard from several people that that process is just a nightmare and. Back and forth thing. So I'm. There was a lot of back and forth. Your brief must have been. Yeah, we were pretty tight. On. We were yeah. pretty tight on it. So, I think, you know, the main variables that we found were the color range, and this is yeah. this is our first product, which was the gradual tan. Yes. So you know we were toying from one percent of the tanning agent up to five percent. Mm-hmm. So you know landing on a color profile, and then also. The hardest piece was the fragrance profile. So we yeah. wanted it light and fresh. We did not want cocoa. We did not want coconut. Yeah. Uh, we did not want anything that smelt like any other tanning brand. So we went with the lemon myrtle, orange blossom, it's and mandarin. So it's, it's, it's it it smells oh, like Fruit Loops to me. I love it's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, actually, I, I'm going to go with yeah. yeah. Fruit Loops feels sickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not But I just think. Um, Getting back to the brief that we, when we were writing our brief, we Mm. were so, we knew what we didn't want. And I think that's what made the process so easy because we knew we were Mm. able to pinpoint exactly Mm. what we did not want and we knew exactly what we did want. And Mm. that for our manufacturer and our manufacturer still says to us, we are the most unique product that you know, everyone that comes to them with a tanning brief, it's always the same. I was about to say And we've gone like, so, you know, our unique selling points are just so different to any other tanning. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at Luna Bronze, you don't really like, and I love when our customers say, I don't look at you as a tanning product or a fake tan product. I look at it's you as a sort of skincare, skincare yeah. sunless mm-hmm. tanning. And that's what we wanted. And, you know, when we were writing our brief, we're like, sunless tanning is skincare. Yes. You know, it, it is because you're looking after your skin, you're not going in the sun. But there's no sunless tanners out there that offer skincare benefits. Mm-hmm. So we're like, why don't we put rosehip oil in this? You yeah. know, you're rubbing moisturiser in, into your skin. You want to work on those stretch marks. You mm. want to work on your skin mm. tone. Yes, put, we do. <laughs> let's put wheat germ oil in there. Why can't mm-hmm. we put vitamin E? Why can't we yeah. put caffeine in this? Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. your world's your oyster. And, and our so manufacturer was, was like, uh, this is just totally different to anything I've ever done. But He's this like, is such a great idea. He said, you could do it. You do realise you guys could do a product for like a tenth of the price of what our product Costs. like for the cost of the raw materials <laughs> yeah mm. and it's going to chip off your skin in about 24 exactly. hours exactly so we're like, we're like, yeah. no mm. and so, i think like yeah. the best like and when our customers say to us i love putting glow on before bed and having a shower the next day and your fin- skin feels soft yes it and does. you know one of our big non-negotiables one of our big non-negotiables was we do not want the product drying your skin out and that's yeah. why it's got you know organic coconut oil and it's got yeah the Tell wheat me. germ and and all those like jojoba and things like that to really you know give the skin that extra moisture mm. so 
I think it's very difficult to find in a tanning product. Yeah, so by nature they are drying. Yeah, so I think getting back to that brief stage mm. and that that process, the first product was super fun and I loved yeah. it and and it was new and it was exciting and it was like. Yeah, we, I remember being at your old apartment and we were putting it on Matt, Maddie's husband, and because <laughs> he's got really sensitive skin, so we'll yeah. you know oh, like he was try the real test. He was a big test for us, and we had a lot of um, through the the testing stage. We tested on, you know, pale, like darker redheads. skin tone, redheads. Like, mm-hmm. put it on your face. Like, there were times, te- and then moving into new products along the way when we we're doing our mousse, like testing like you know really strong high percentages and everyone's yeah. laughing at me at your house that night before yeah. I went on a date and I'd put it on and I'd to my now fiance and I put it on and I was so dark and we're like that this is not happening that's not the one <laughs> so well that was a test for him as well yeah, yeah. He, he, stuck well, around. he proposed so yes. <laughs> it might have been a good omen but um people yeah like you say people do struggle with that but but that was great and I do. I that's my favourite part of the business: new product development. Yeah, I, I do love it. The financing part it. of it was, um, you know, so the start yes. of like at the very beginning, it was, you know, Ray's life savings and my life savings. So yes. that's the not fun <laughs> part. Yeah. So that's that was as soon yeah. as you know we were doing all the sampling and those costs were quite you know, low. Yeah, you know, they weren't astronomical. They were something that you would just cop it on the chin and it yeah. wasn't a big commitment but when you actually had to, when we had to place the first order for the packaging <laughs> which is like it was like we had to buy 10,000 units yeah. of, oh of packaging you know, up front and pay it all up front so that was like okay we are really really doing now. this now yeah. yeah but since then it's been really like great because our business has been self-sufficient since then we've not it's funny like I obviously know that it worked out but even hearing that I'm <gasps> And I remember oh. a con- like oh, I remember yeah. these conversations so well. And I remember was- you rang me, and I was at um, a cafe in South Yarra where I used to work, and we're talking about we're paying this manufacturer who we've got no idea about upfront this huge mm-hmm. sum of money, yeah. not a deposit. Is and we're it's like, what if they burn thing. down? What if this happens? Blah, blah, blah. Oh my god, that and wouldn't was- even cross my mind. <laughs> oh, it was, oh. Yeah, it was scary, and we're just like, you know what? We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it that's how we say we're doing it and we did it and i mean now we're but here but it's still once you pass that initial hurdle yeah, yeah. it was and I think, uh, a lot easier yeah and people say like the finance side of it they say how did you do it and i think mm-hmm. this is where maddie's um getting back to what we're talking about before like her smarts and that things in business <laughs> starting with one product <laughs> and we didn't go, oh, you know, we're experts at tanning, so let's just start with four products. We started with one product yeah. and we knew that that product did really well and we knew there was a market for it. And then people, customers were coming to us saying, we want a darker we tan, want darker tan. we want a moisturiser, mm-hmm. we want this. And we thought, okay. And we just did it slowly. It was not like we weren't an overnight success and we're still not an overnight success, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we just did it we didn't live outside our means or mm. we didn't, you know, go gun ho we, yeah. we did it to our timeline. And I think that set us up for success financially because then the business was self-sufficient yeah, and we test the waters yeah, and you can, you know, because if, you know, we test the waters with um, glow grade or tanner and it didn't work, Mads and I would have just laughed about it and gone, okay, off we go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, That's I'll, I'll very, see you on the weekend. It's but a very refreshing thing to hear. Oh. 
too many too many opinions from that Gemma on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like in this day and age, like it's an exciting time for beauty because mm. a lot of people are starting businesses and you know they can grow it really yeah. organically with social media. But I feel like people do find this pressure for something to be an overnight success, and you guys are just like, no, it's a good product. It'll yeah, it'll, it'll happen. do its own thing. Well, yeah. We've been doing this for three years now, yeah. so and I think is it only three years? Yeah, oh God, I've, I've, is it three or four? Three. Right. Yeah, coming into four. Four in November. Or turn four in November. That's right, yeah. I wish I was turning four in <laughs> I feel like I've had glow on rotation for a lot longer than that. But, <laughs> but I've been here all along. And I think, like, Instagram and talking about, like, success from Instagram, that's such a, like, great yeah. point that you raise. Because with Luna Bronze, we've never, in like, it wasn't Instagram we don't have any... We didn't go bang on Instagram. Yeah, we, no. and we, ha- we still haven't gone bang on Instagram. And I think... Well, this is what we were talking about before yeah, we hit record. Yeah, <laughs> so we... Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's the day and age of influencers and we're influenced by everything and, and we all know that. But mm. for Maddie and I, we, we haven't gone down that road of influencers. We've, we've gone... We've done it very gradually, very organically. Mm. And mm. it's been word of mouth, you know, of yeah. people that have liked our product. Yeah. And I think that's probably so also set us up for success i mean i think so i mean we could have gone Hate down that Tom, and Harry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To, yeah to you know promote um, a product that they're not interested in yeah. yeah and i think because people who do use our product and they do genuinely believe in it mm-hmm. they're the people that that you want representing your brand absolutely so you know that number on instagram's never been a factor to us and we talk about it a bit you know mm-hmm. Do we go... It's a tempting path yeah, to go down. Yeah, it is. It's, it's an easy yeah. path. Yes. But, and that's, you know, Instagram, a lot of people are creating businesses and things because there's that tool mm. that they can use to promote their company. Mm-hmm. But I think the best thing for us was we weren't an overnight success. I think mm. it set us up to be a long-term business and yeah. not an Instagram company. That's just my thoughts. <laughs> I agree with that. There yeah. she is again, opinions and agreeing with the yeah. rest. Come on, Gemma. <laughs> I was going to ask if there was anything you would have done differently in the early stages of the business, but it sounds like you kind of oh. nailed it. No. Oh. <laughs> well, let's, not, let's not leave you in a false sense of security here, guys. Oh. Wow, these guys have really got it together. No. My gosh, the amount that we've learnt over yeah. the last three years has just been like some of the things i'm waiting like, for you to write a book what what are have, some i of haven't shed lessons? a tear yet but um oh <laughs> like but, you know, i have laughed a lot yeah <laughs> at us oh my gosh <laughs> and i think see this is when i wish there was a visual component to the podcast because they're both just sitting there face. shaking their heads oh my gosh <laughs> face palm the yeah. i think that's my, actually we do laugh because in our text messages it's the number this. one emoji that we both use is face palm yeah Face palm, face palm, face palm. Um, and like growing up yeah, together, we had a warehouse that um, just met that they went out of business and didn't tell us. And oh. I got, a, <laughs> I was in London. Rhiannon was overseas. I got a phone call after a long weekend on Tuesday from the new people oh, that had moved in, and they were like, We've, "You've got to get all of your stock out of here by Friday." How or, long ago was this? This oh. was about a year, a year and a half ago. Last year, right? it was about a year ago. Yeah. 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 Oh my But then from God. there, like, we seem to, like, run out, you know, it's just, you, there's so many problems that you face and you tackle yeah. and you just have to cope with that and deal with, find a way to resolve that problem. And then you move on to the next one. It's so it's, much problem solving. And oh. there's so much about, I think that the biggest thing that we've really learned is, you know, you just don't let 
that one problem be your whole entire yeah. like don't let it destroy you because you'll resolve it and then to next time there'll be another one and then you <laughs> do with that one <laughs> so you've yeah. you definitely uh, um, learnt, uh, learnt to lessen in resilience yeah I mean and that's and you gotta laugh about it and that's the thing we just we do laugh about it and again like getting Everything back to like yeah and getting back to you know I think our business people say don't go into friend don't go into business with friends mm. you know you've heard that so many times yes I have and I think that the foundation of Luna Bronze is our friendship like mm. it is because you know so nice. Ma- Maddie oh I know we're not <laughs> really emotional person <laughs> yeah but in saying that when these problems do happen mm-hmm. Maddie will pick me up I will pick her up you know I'll get bogged down in something and Maddie will send me a message and I'll be honest like blatant honesty you know yeah shut the f up and and get on with it (laughs) (laughs) like you know like you can't um you can't dwell on it Ree, because if you're going to dwell on this problem for two days everything else is going to go fall by the wayside so Mm -hmm. our honesty with each other Mm. is you know before when you knocked on the door we're having a debate about something you know (laughs) like you know something that's coming up in the pipeline and and that's the thing like our point of views are so different but then we always meet in the middle and you know yeah, I find that we, that we often are in agreement but saying different things languages. and then we're just and like, then we're like oh hang on but you're saying the same thing that yeah. I'm saying yeah. so, <laughs> so that's the foundation of our company is you know because I don't get annoyed if Maddie tells me I'm turning my phone off you're annoying me mm-hmm. you know because we're always in constant contact with each yeah. other I will not get annoyed or if she says to me I don't like that idea I will not get annoyed where if it was someone that I was sensitive about I'd be like hmm yeah you know because we're just so close it's just you know and then the best thing is we know when to talk shop and we know when like this afternoon we're going out with our um, other really good friend who lives in London Mm -hmm. she's in Melbourne at the moment and we will not yes, mention, yeah. we will not talk about Luna Bronze, not at once. They're, like when we're yeah. out with our friends, it will not even come up, you, you know. We switch it off. We switch yeah. it off like that. Like on the plane on the way here, we're talking about, you know, I'm getting married, we're talking about a wedding. Like it's, until it's like Luna know, doesn't. Until you went to sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I sleep on planes. Um, like that, you know, that friendship element yeah. has, has mm. saved us. And that's why we, when the fails happen or if something's happening in our personal lives, Maddie will pick up my slack. It just keeps everything in perspective. It does. It keeps everything in perspective. The problems are not really, like, problems can be solved. It's really similar to what the Summer Fridays girls were saying. They were like, this, you know, having a business partner, it's a marriage. Yeah. And, mm. you know, if you're married and you've got shit happening at home and the kids are doing this, that and the other, you're not going to go out with your friends and be talking about that. You need to switch off the yeah. marriage talk. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and you and hold each other accountable. Yeah. Yep. And like those times when we just want to go out. You've and not offended me once. Like, you know, it's not like we're getting offended if we disagree with each other. We're oh, no. And we, yeah. Feelings hurt. Mm. And, you know, we sit in our office. There's been a few times where our opinions have been totally different. Then we just. But we yeah. sit, and we sit in our office and our desks are opposite each other. And I sit there with my left feet up on my desk. <laughs> And talk about my opinion, Maddie. So yeah, hers. And then at the end of the day, we go, okay, well, I'll see you tomorrow for lunch, and we go out and have Love wine. <laughs> yeah. And so you just you've got to know. And I just yeah. think if I was doing this with someone that I wasn't as close to, it wouldn't it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Because mm. I would have just been like, you're too much. Get get away. <laughs> Do you remember any advice that you received in the brand's infancy that you still sort of apply I, now? I. Uh, 
so when we were not so much when we were building the brand any advice that I've taken and gone and taken that on board mm-hmm. but I remember just like bringing being brought up my dad always very pra- pragmatic practical kind of you know no fuss yeah uh kind of guy so I know like a lot of his advice is always kind of like I probably didn't think I was listening then but now running a business now it kind of comes back to me but I do just remember when we started out the amount of unsolicited advice that we were getting from people who oh who never I don't have a brand and I'm oh. <laughs> receiving it yeah but you know unsolicited advice from people who have never run their own business mm-hmm. and so and it took a while and you eventually have to just go okay I'll let you say what you want to say, but mm-hmm. I'm not taking it on board because I just, if you took everyone's advice, I don't know. Oh, gosh. If I took everyone's advice, I'd be... Well, we'd, I wouldn't we'd, get anything we done. We would have been out of business for one from, yeah. from the first person who tried to uh, yeah, scare true. us out of the business. True. So I'm yeah. watching the two of you almost communicate telepathically. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do, I mean. <laughs> I knew what you were thinking then. Um, yeah. yeah, no, We got like, given a bit of advice from a... From a from a person in the industry mm-hmm. in very early on yeah and they were, i don't know what the what their deal was but their advice was to go. basically go away oh. <laughs> um how nice yeah well we did take his advice um and yeah uh, we stuck, stuck we to our guns because he tried to scare yeah. us yeah, yeah. so oh. <laughs> but i, I like think yeah i think but that um you're probably after pro- positive advice. Yeah. No, um, no, no, no. I just, I think, you know, positive and negative, it all helps yeah. to yeah. build and a brand. I do believe that this process, I'm forever growing and my really good pieces of advice come from you. Honestly, <laughs> like, you know, there's things that we've done, like going back That's to so nice. making mistakes and, you know, I'm guilty of trying to rush things sometimes mm-hmm. in the early days of the business and now I've learnt don't rush it Ray just get it perfect and that came from you you know don't over promise and under deliver and that's our main probably our main bit of advice that we give yeah don't promise something and then un- don't fight no, a festival don't back it up don't oh my don't God. yeah like oh, just do not watched the that. doco yes. Yes. yes oh my gosh like don't it's yeah. astounding oh, so the Evian story that oh, <laughs> oh poor old Andy oh um, Andy <laughs> have you ever gone so far for a job I keep no. sending it to my girlfriend. <laughs> I loved the one you sent me where it was the payment options and it was like PayPal, Amex, Andy. Oh, Andy. <laughs> I've said it to girlfriends going on first dates. I'm not even going to kiss him. And then I'm just saying that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that the advice for each other, I think, you know. And then there's times I have to give you a push. Or oh, yeah. I'm guilty of um, procrastinating. Oh, yeah. I Because mm-hmm. I'm such a perfectionist to a fault that it means that if I right. don't think I can finish something or do it to a standard that I think is perfect, mm-hmm. it makes me not start something. Yeah. And that really sh- shits me about myself, actually. <laughs> and so what are we... Like, this, and this is, like, a real bonus in our business. I'll start something and it will just be... Mm ideas like our mm-hmm. briefs and things i will just start them i'll run with them and i'll put it into a document for maddie and then mm-hmm. she'll go away she'll read it she'll digest it and then she will put it into the complete we call it the polish she's the maddie, the maddie polish, polish. Ah, <laughs> and so so i can get because what maddie can't do is she can't start it she can't mm-hmm. get yeah. the legs on it so i get the legs and i'm like running 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 and then she'll pull it back and go here we I go. Get, I get writer's block. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. You're a writer. Mm. We're, we're yes, terrible at that. 
Oh, bring me in. <laughs> we um, wave my magic wand. It's the it's the rider's block, isn't it? Mm. It's 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 mm-hmm. hard. It's really hard. But once you start, you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get on a roll, that's the yeah. So Glow was the first product that you launched with, which is a gradual tanning moisturizer for the uninitiated. Why this specific product? It's the really it was the product that when I was going through the skin cancer scenario and still wanted to be tanned, yeah. it was the product that I wanted that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So it really was filling a need for something that wasn't there. We wanted yeah. something subtle. We didn't like I wasn't after you know. Uh, I'm not a night not not nightclubbing anymore. <laughs> um, so I was just after something that would just give a constant tan and just mm-hmm. be something that was really fuss free, something you could just pop yeah. on Staple. after you've not just like a moisturizer. I wanted a moisturizer that would have a bit of tan in it. Yeah, that wasn't wasn't, wasn't, a, wasn't a dead giveaway and it didn't yeah. smell. So yeah. um, it was really the easy product for us. It was mm-hmm. exactly what we wanted. And I think. Um, Harper's Bazaar summed it up perfectly about Glow when they said, you will not find this product on a supermarket shelf, mm. but it is worth the, it's yeah. worth ordering. And I think that like resonated well, with nice us. Nice review so. from Harper's. Yeah. And Very that, good company there. That really resonated because it, it really was the beauty staple we always wanted. People mm. always say to us, why did you do it? And we're like, we really just created it for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it was something That's we with this couldn't podcast. Find. I just wanted to yeah. talk to people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I just, we just wanted this product that didn't exist unless mm-hmm. it was on a supermarket shelf and then it was just so underwhelming, you'd end up just wasting your money. Yeah. So, and I don't understand how a, a product that can, that is six, seven, eight dollars, I just don't have a level yeah. of uh, comfort in putting those chemicals on our skin and what must go into it to make it that price point yeah mm-hmm. what came next which product next was oh, radiant, radiant and nourish mm-hmm. they came yeah. out together at the same time so radiant's the self-tanning lotion yes. with a caramel extract beautiful and then the nourish moisturizer was for all the people who said they loved glow so much but sometimes they just didn't want to tan mm-hmm. so the nourish is glow without any tanning agent yeah. in it so and they it's a lot of guys favorite Yes. Guys love it. It just, um, a lot of guys love our products because of the packaging. They're quite unisex. And it doesn't. Yeah, they are. And it doesn't and it smell it like does, coconut. They're not going to get in I've trouble from their mates for wearing yeah. fake tan. I think that's one of the ones actually that I've snuck into my partner's cupboard. <laughs> but I think that. Um, What's this? <laughs> the products, this, after Glow, the, the products that have been born since have come from the customer's want. We've mm. created them for the customer. You know, that it's, mm-hmm. it's come from the emails the dms the, these. Yes. the reviews We're, like the if reviews someone says oh i love the, i love the smell of glory i love radiant but i really want to mousse or i really want it to be really dark. dark yeah so we're catering to you know those tanners the the lunar bronze community or the galaxy as we call yes, them love we're, it. we're catering to their their wants and needs and we really do build up that that following with glow mm-hmm. that it left the people wanting more it left yeah. the lunar lovers mm-hmm. going oh well i want this and i want that and we thought well we're on to something here i love that you are actually having that conversation with your customers i was talking to erica from fluff about this i feel like this is where you know your indie brands do have the upper hand because you have the luxury of yeah. being able to have a dialogue with your customers and it's literally yes. me and rhiannon having the yeah. dialogue we don't have yeah anyone doing that for us yeah. so we're hearing it constantly every day yeah 
when you launched and launching with Glow, had you already started thinking about the products that would come next or did that really just come from feedback? Feedback. That came from feedback. We wow. really were, we were really focused on being a one... Well, actually, I think we kind of thought we would be one product. I don't yeah. know when we launched it. We it's when it came out, we weren't thinking we about were the so next thing. We were, yeah, we were we just really like, oh, were. Oh, this is this is the product that you need. And then yeah. we're like, oh wow, people really like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not just us. It's not just all our I friends and family. Th- I still think we don't really realize. No, no, like, I'm getting that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just don't get it. Like. We do get it, but we it's do. Oh, sorry, but I think it's hard for us to Did really. Did you just apologise to the wall? Yeah, yeah. no, I think the, the noise on here. I think it was. Um, <laughs> I don't think we really grasp what, like, we know what we're doing, but we're so in it that we mm. can't see it. Yeah, does that yeah, make sense? Hard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I like mean, to have an out of body experience. Yeah, same. <laughs> but I think that I um, it's that as you were talking about, like that dialogue with the customer and stuff. You know when our customers email us and dm us and we love your product we never thought sunless tanning could be like this Mm -hmm. you've changed my perspectives you've changed me into a sunless tan like i love the ones from people who were sun tanners who have completely stopped sun tanning now i think that gets back to our core yeah and that gets back to the core of why we started this you know for us it wasn't like you know you know Maddie and I now after this mm. we weren't after the Instagram fame we weren't no. after, we don't, we, ne- we we're like you know talking with Mecca today we're the people that want to be behind the brand we never want to be you know in yeah. front um we want to be the people just working on new products and what can we do better and when people come to us and say I don't use a tanning bed anymore from overseas I now mm-hmm. sunless tan because you've given me that option and yeah. alternative yeah and you're not like another tanning brand that makes me just oh my gosh, I'm like so happy on the inside when I, oh, I'm on the outside. But <laughs> I just think it's switching like that. It's starting to, people are starting to realise yeah. that it's, you know, and there's great new initiatives like Call Time on Melanoma. That's a yes. new thing coming oh. out. And, oh, yeah. Amazing. You know, we're about to do an interview with them. and we, like, I'm so excited for that. I can't wait to You know, I'm yeah, so like, incredible Maddie and I don't, you know, we don't have that voice. We don't, you know, to yeah. say what needs to be said and, and just to hear that people are really starting to realise, you know, it's not cool to lay in the sun, no. guys. <laughs> well, this is one of the other things I wanted to talk about because why do you think, and this is me genuinely asking, I have no idea what the answer is, why do people still want to get a real tan in inverted commas when there are so many, like, amazing products? I and just completely cannot comprehend it anymore. And uh, th- this is coming from... you and me both. Fr- yeah, this is coming from... Ray and I, who, if you see a picture of us in 2009 mm-hmm. um, on our European escapade, <laughs> we, were, um, we were, we literally just sunbaked, sunbaked. every day. We were, you would not believe how brown and burnt and, and how much damage we'd done to our skin. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. I just don't understand it. I but think I think it takes you to know somebody where something yeah. happens. Or and it, and you know probably the real vain part of me, if it if whatever if whatever it was that was on me was, you know somewhere not so visible. Mm-hmm. This is on my face. Right. If it hadn't been on my face, I do wonder how serious I would have taken it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I was thinking, well, I could be disfigured here, and I, the vain part of me was like, oh, I, I mean, can't if that's do that. what it takes to give you the shock, yeah, then, yeah. And and it was a it's a basal cell carcinoma. It's a BCC. They are so common. 
Unbelievable. What's the stat there? I think it's one in three. Yeah, something like that. One in three Australians will have a basal cell carcinoma. I've actually got another one recurring again. How nice. Yeah, so deal with that again. Um, But they're so common and they're they're not life-threatening, but they do have the ability to disfigure you. And I just don't think that young girls understand that. Girls are so vain these days and so about social media and how they look. So how would you feel if you had your lip cut off or your nostril cut off or your eyelid removed I I don't or melanoma even like even worse it can kill you like back in the day like our our parents era our parents used to suntan with baby oil that is exactly my mum and I have talked about yeah and my mum when she was um my sister was one month old she had a a melanoma cut out of her back she's got a huge scar and they said if she hadn't have caught it she would have died within six months (gasps) but my mum continued to still go in the sun yeah. because the education back then mm. is not like mm-hmm. it is now. Well, but like then driving without seatbelts. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. and you know, a couple of years ago, my dad had melanoma. So and now like he's just so gun ho on, on sun yeah. protection, and he never was growing up. He was always you know when we were younger, spearfishing, no t-shirt, no sunscreen. But I think again, getting back to Instagram and stuff. There is a level, and there are companies on Instagram that glorify suntanning. Very much so. And it's really sad and it's very disappointing, but people are influenced to buy these tanning oils and it's just like, you girls, you know, I go to the beach and Maddie and I sitting there under our umbrella with our 50 plus and we probably look like, you know, (laughs) complete goobers, but who cares? And I just think, you know, you see these young girls and... It's just, I just, it baffles me. I just think you want to look a certain way and things Mm. are sexualised also, you know. Yeah, yeah, big time. And, you know, these Instagram pages have girls in bikinis with size two bottle, sorry, size two bodies. And you think that's influencing these young girls. And Mm. I mean, if there's, if we can stop 10 people from doing it, we've done our job. Like, we haven't done our job, but we've contributed. We're helping, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it stops. I don't know how you can. Yeah, I often think that because I was. My next question was going to be like, who is the one deciding what's cool and what's sexy? But I, I guess it's Instagram. It's Instagram. Yeah. I'm just so happy it wasn't around when I was a teenager or, or early twenties. Yeah. So I'm so happy I missed out on that. Mm. Uh, I mean, I hate having my photo taken. I'm the most unphotogenic person. That, that... No. Oh yes, Maddie. It's amazing. She's beautiful <laughs> in real life, and then the camera comes out, and, and she'll look, oh. she'll turn into Gollum. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But um, just kidding. No, it's true. Um, but yeah, I, I just I just think that um, it's, it's so Instagram. Instagram, we're all influenced, and it, it's that mm. big number up the top. It defines yeah. people, and it's sad. Mm. And I think that's why Maddie and I never. We let our products do the talking, really. That's that's how mm. I best think we could describe Luna. We mm. let our products do the yeah. talking and we just sit back in our office and do the work. And, and you'd want to be careful just like who you were aligning yourself with as well because you would hate to, you know, have mm. someone promote the product and then show themselves sunbaking three days oh, later. We, and we look at that. So when we, if we, in the times that we've ever dealt with any small kind of influences yeah, or whatnot, we, we do really look. Um or how because many tanning brands they work with and yes. you know, yeah. you know, like But I mean also our Instagram a lot of the time is just 
pictures that we like. Yeah. <laughs> not even nice. off girls in bikinis. Yeah. Like, that's a nice picture of the moon. Yeah. <laughs> that up. That's on brand. Yeah. And I think that's with our Instagram, we've tried to sort of steer away from any sex, sex, sex. Yeah. Like yes. bikini Which babes. Which is an easy path to go down yeah. being a tanning brand. But yeah. yeah. Also, we've got to think about our demographic. Like we think about our demographic. Yeah. People who purchase our product, you know, we have men purchasing our products, mm-hmm. but primarily it's females. So I don't really want to be just pushing this yeah. image in their face. So it's unattainable. Like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so unattainable, and you know that's why Instagram's created all these real issues in the world. Mm. You know. <laughs> It's, it's great. Yeah. I love Instagram. Instagram's oh not gosh. real life. Oh, yeah. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. It is, isn't it? I mean, we do love it, but yeah, it's a powerful marketing tool. But at the same time, it can also be, be careful. Yeah, unbelievably damaging. I mainly yeah. follow bulldogs on Instagram. Yeah. So <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. I've started following of. wedding companies. Of course, you have. <laughs> <laughs> as far as sun safety is concerned, do you think we are all getting better, or do we still have a long way to go? Long way to go okay i think so i think there's a lot of you know i think also i think people our age are getting a bit better like yeah you know we're early 30s i think you know as soon as you're hitting this kind of age the wrinkles start coming through the sun damage starts showing up ever look even one day older than i do now i'm gonna be so upset i've got my 50 plus on every single time it happens and you just go oh my god um so i think as you you know in your in your teenage and your early 20s you're young you're gorgeous your skin's perfect you're looking great and you mm-hmm. just don't think about this mm, i don't think future. you think about what you and then in the future you go oh my gosh i wish i yeah didn't have these wrinkles. I, I do believe though we still have a long way to go because mm. you know i was watching the news the other night and melanoma is still number one cancer you know yes. killer in australia and you know i went mm. to the beach the next day and there's people laying out in the sun with tanning oil on so yeah you know and where does the like what's the responsibility of the government there you know yeah I you know we we, sun, we we ban tanning beds but then we let people sell oil with no spf in it yeah so i had not how even does that that yeah, yeah like who where, where does the responsibility lie mm. and you know there's a bit of common sense with it and there is common well. sense i think people so, just i think you know there's a lot of education out of there out there and if you choose to ignore it yeah but you know with people as we said like you know even you taking the time to interview us today you know that's that's getting it out there there's call time on melanoma there's you know the awareness is there it's just now about people really taking it to the next level Mm. and and putting it into you know practice Mm -hmm. in their everyday life so as it stands five tanning products global availability what is next for luna bronze oh yeah. gosh so oh. this year we we're look we're really refining our um our products mm-hmm. our, when i say products we're refining our branding yeah um so it's been three years but you know we're time it's time for a freshen up already so uh that's sort of in the works at the moment and mm-hmm. we're so we've got some really beautiful packaging coming out so it's going to be taking our brand to the next level Mm-hmm. Um, we are looking at you know adding one or two new products to the mix. There's a new um, one of our existing products, which 
Well, we'll give you the exclusive. Oh, yeah. I love a scoop. <laughs> I was thinking, can we say? Yeah, but yeah. It's, we'll be doing our Glow Gradual Tanning Moisturiser in a pump pack. So Ooh. it's a 500ml pump pack, but it's I've had it in, in my bathroom for the last two months and mm-hmm. I'm just loving it. Just yeah. switching from a tube to a pump pack, having yeah, it on your bathroom, on your vanity. It looks beautiful. Um, Ooh, yeah. I'm so excited. And this is like... So it makes it even easier to put on. Mm. We like, you know, and we just had a meeting then and at Mecca they sell, you know, five to one. We sell, like, it's just the Mm. most insane product, the way it sells. Mm. So, again, that was the customer speaking to us. We want this in a larger size. We want this in a pump pack. And we're like, okay, well, we'll do that for you. Um, we've just recently launched our sunless sets. Mm. Um, Yes. Yeah, so, which is really exciting and they again selling really well because all of our products really do work together and they complement and they yeah. complement each other so you know the lover of loom that's where you get your mitt your eclipse mousse and your glow gradual tan and you know my routine is eclipse once a week and then glow every second day to top mm-hmm. that tan up so all those little things like and the customer is loving those packs yeah. those sunless sets so we've been working really hard on our website as well so mm-hmm. that's been fun yeah, as well fun. yeah that. i really enjoy that yeah. so yeah. we've got an awesome web guy and i've just been on living on Trello with with him, um, and yes, that's you know we're just doing gradual updates to that, but it's been really exciting because that's just something that you need constantly again. need to do. You're off to Canada on Monday, so yeah. I've been mm-hmm. there twice in the last sort of four months. So we've got huge growth in Canada. That, so yeah, I was going to say, yes, yeah, it's massive over there. Um, we're it. launching to a really Ace. exciting UK retailer. So that's Ooh. sort of April. So mm. I'm really excited about that one. That yeah. that's going to be big. So. Yeah, our overseas growth is sort of this year. Yeah, some big stores. But we're also, you know, we're also uh, looking to talk to our Australian audience a lot more. Mm. So we, we, we're in Australia. We're Australian, so we think we 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 spend a lot of time trying to grow the business. um, But we do want to also get back to the roots as well and get out and about Australia. Yeah, a lot more, don't we? Yeah, we um. We really want to get. I think um, the Americans and Canadians are very vocal and you know, very right. enthusiastic, and they, like they absolutely love the product. So we hear from them a lot. We don't oh, hear yeah. from. I think Australians are a bit more reserved and mm-hmm. don't really offer up. But we as love much, that feedback, yeah, and we love yeah. hearing from them. And and I think yeah, this year, like you know, being a made in Australia product, hmm. we do. We really want to hear from that audience again, and we and we want to you know. We've also that. got our sustainability project, which we're just starting to work out how to map yeah. that um, that path. But we want to be, I think Reeves touched on it before. Um, just want to be so we want to be responsible um, mm-hmm. for for the output that our business makes. So in the beauty industry, there's so much packaging. So you're really looking at our packaging, looking at how things can be done better, looking at how we can contribute back, mm-hmm. and not just take, take, take. So. Yeah, we're even like... Very um, passionate about that. So the report we're putting together, we're even, you know, things like when you order something online and you get a, a card in there and it says, you know, welcome to our brand, etc. Yeah. You know, that's something that we're even looking to phase out because, again, goes straight yeah. into the bin and the knowledge is on our website. And, mm. you know, is that something that we can email the customer once they receive the product? Can we send them a follow-up email and, you know, talk mm. about the products they've ordered? Because... You know, at the moment, as it stands, our sending out process is, you know, completely recyclable and it, and it is sustainable. But the, how, how can we do that even just a bit better? bit better, you know? What, what can we do? So our sustainability project is 
something we're really, really excited about. I'm really excited about it. That was Rhiannon Hall and Maddie Balderson, founders of Luna Bronze, who you can find on Instagram at Luna underscore bronze. To read my interview with Rhi and Maddie, you can visit glowjournal.com. And for more beauty news, you can find me on Instagram at gemkwatts or at glow.journal. If you liked this episode, please do not forget to rate, review, subscribe and share so other beauty lovers can find us and join the Glow Journal family. I'm Gemma Watts. You've been listening to the Glow Journal podcast and thank you for joining me. Oh, 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 oh,